Back up top, shot through traffic, save made, follow-up try, that one hits a body in front, and a score! It's a score! It's a score! And the Ice Bears have a 4-3 lead with 30 seconds remaining in the hockey game! Oh, what a hit! Welcome to the SPHL in Knoxville! Comes in on the right side, through the right circle, taking it and fed across, they score! Oh, yes! And the Ice Bears win 3-2 in overtime! Welcome in to the Knoxville Ice Bears podcast. My name is Joel Silverberg. I appreciate you taking the time to check out the KIB podcast, whether you're doing so on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or on Spotify. Thank you for listening to this program. The playoffs are set. It's an exciting time of the year. It is hard to believe that we're here, but it, it's it's gone through the entire regular season. We've made it from October all the way to mid-April, and so now it is time for the playoffs to begin. Knoxville will be the sixth seed going into the first round in a 6-3 matchup against the Huntsville Havoc. Peoria has won the regular season title. They will take on Pensacola. Birmingham is the two seed and will face Fayetteville. And then Roanoke finishes as the four seed and will face Evansville in the first round. Now, what's interesting is Knoxville and Huntsville is actually the only series that is going to go 1-1-1 as far as the home and away setup. Birmingham will go to Fayetteville first. Roanoke will go to Evansville first. And Peoria will go to Pensacola first. That one obviously makes probably the most sense just because the travel logistics between those two teams. Oddly enough, Pensacola and Peoria just played each other this past weekend with Peoria sweeping that weekend series. So it it should be a very interesting makeup. Uh, Knoxville and Huntsville are also the only series that will be in action on Friday. So every series will begin on Thursday. Knoxville and Huntsville will play on Friday. The other three series will play their game two on Saturday. And then every game three in the first round is slated for Sunday if any, are needed. So Knoxville will travel to Huntsville. And for those that may not have heard by now, Huntsville does not have the Von Braun Center available. Uh, So the Havoc will be playing at the Huntsville Ice Center, which is their, the Huntsville Ice Sports Center, which is their practice rink. So it's a rink that Huntsville is, you know, it's ice that Huntsville is used to playing on. Game two will be Friday night back in Knoxville at the Civic Coliseum. Tickets are available through Ticketmaster and, of course, on KnoxvilleIceBears.com. And Sunday will be back at the Huntsville Ice Sports Center Sunday night. If necessary, Union Place Bar and Grill, of course, will be hosting road game watch parties if you would like to be able to go and view the game. And, of course, we'll have the call for you on 105.1 WKCE Knoxville, the flagship station of the Knoxville Ice Bears. So that that practice rink only holds about a thousand people from what I'm told. So space is limited. There aren't really tickets available for ice bears fans. So unless you found a way to procure a ticket somehow very early on in this process, uh, there are not going to be a whole lot of ice bears fans that are going to be able to make the trip. I know they're reserving a small number of tickets for, you know, player requests and stuff like that. But as far as fans, it it does not look like there are going to be, a whole lot of people there wearing purple and orange, which is why we would love to be able to see Ice Bears fans pack the house on Friday for our playoff home opener when Huntsville comes back to Knoxville for game two coming up in just a few days. So it's very odd that the standings are 
this close. Normally, they they kind of start to separate over the course of you know the the season, and so the four, five, and six seeds were all separated by one game. If Knoxville had just beaten Roanoke in regulation on Saturday, the Ice Bears would actually be the four seed and would be hosting Roanoke on Wednesday. And then having to play a 1-1-1, going back to Roanoke on Thursday, coming back to Knoxville on Friday. Last year, the 4-5-6 seeds were really spaced out. Fayetteville was nine points ahead of Quad City. Quad City was five points ahead of Pensacola for the six seed. So you, you kind of knew what those playoff matchups were going to be pretty early on. Now, the two, three, and fours where you had a little bit of a clus- cluster... Um, but even then, Fayetteville was kind of catching up. Fayetteville won their last five games of the regular season last year just to get within one point of Peoria. So even then, it wasn't necessarily that close because Fayetteville closed by going 8-1-1 one, and one in their last 10 games. Peoria went 5-5 five and five going into the playoffs last year and still held off Fayetteville for the number one spot, for the number three spot, I should say. So it, it just kind of goes to show how difficult it was to really determine what was going to happen over the course of the season. Then going back to the last 56 game season that the league completed in 2019, Huntsville was the three with 75 points. Knoxville was the four with 64 points. Roanoke was the five with 60 points. So it didn't come down to the last game of the season and everything was actually spaced out a lot that year. And then going back to 2018, you had a little bit, you had a tie between Macon and Pensacola for second place in the league, but then Huntsville was three points back, Knoxville was another four points back, Evansville was another three points back. It's not very often often where you have three seed lines that need to be decided with one game on the final game of the season. So I kind of point this out to show, yes, Knoxville is the sixth seed. Yes, that's a little bit lower when you're talking about an 18 bracket, but I think it also shows how much parity there's been in the league this year, especially when you consider Fayetteville is going into the playoffs red hot as the seven seed. They have won their last five games. They have won eight of their last 10. They have the best record in the league over their last 10 regular season games, and it sets up for a really interesting matchup against Birmingham because Birmingham went 4-1 and one against Fayetteville this year, and some of those wins for the Bulls were very one-sided, but... It's a very different Fayetteville team now. So I'm curious to see how that series could play out. Pensacola and Peoria. Pensacola has an MVP candidate in Garrett Milan um, captaining their team. He was the second leading scorer behind Knoxville's Justin McDonald. And even though Pensacola didn't finish the regular season strong, you know, it's going to be interesting because they get game one at home and the Bay Center is a pretty tough place to play. So if you find a way to scrap out a win at home, you get a day off, you get to make a, a travel day back to Peoria and get to have two opportunities to take down the number one seed. And that, that's why these best of three series are so wild because anything can happen. Roanoke and Evansville, I think, is a really enticing matchup, but Evansville's taking a hit because they just lost Trevor Gorsuch, their goalie, to the ECHL. He's not on the playoff roster. They've got a young team with some really good pieces, um, especially up front. And then Roanoke, of course, has a lot of depth at forward, and they've got a stable goaltender in Austin Rodebush. Defensively, they're very sound. And so it could be a really defensive battle where teams are going to have to grind it out. But these two teams didn't play each other in the regular season. And so actually, if they had tied in points at the end of the regular season, they would have their seed would have been determined by a coin flip. So that's how wild some of this uh, entire thing was going into the postseason was kind of the way that these series set up. So you've got 
Peoria, which won three of four against Pensacola. They didn't face each other a whole lot. You have Birmingham, which had a one-sided series against Fayetteville, but Fayetteville's a better team now. And then Roanoke and Evansville haven't played each other at all. Huntsville went five and two against Knoxville this year, but you, you have all these different dynamics. Knoxville's a healthier team now than it was in February. These two teams haven't played each other in nearly two months. Huntsville doesn't get to play at the Von Braun Center in front of 5,000-plus fans. It's just very interesting. And, and so I think you have a lot of different ways that these series could shape out. Now, to get into where Knoxville is as far as uh, the standings and its playoff history, uh, we're just going to go over some fun facts here. Um it has only happened four times where the top two seeds actually meet in the finals, and it hasn't happened since 2016. It happened in 2008, 2010, 2011, and then 2016. So the top two seeds don't necessarily have the easiest paths to get to the finals. Also, something that would be of interest to Knoxville fans, all higher seeds to win the first round, so in this case, the top four seeds to win their first round matchups, that's only happened twice. It happened in 2008, and it happened in 2016. It does not happen very often. So history would suggest that based on those odds, there's a decent chance that one of those bottom four seeds is going to upset the higher seeded team, especially with three of those four series having game number one on the home ice of the lower seeded team. That could make for some interesting chaos if you've got higher seeded teams losing on the road to start out and then needing to win back-to-back games, especially since those other three seeds are on Saturday and Sunday. So now you've got the, the higher-seeded team in that situation, if they were to lose game one, now have to go back home and win two games in 24 hours. And that's not easy to do. Now, it, we've also seen teams turn around. You know, really bizarre last year, Quad City was the five-seed. They lost game one at home to Fayetteville, who was the four-seed, and then they went back to Fayetteville and won games two and three on the road at the Crown Coliseum. So, these things can be very, very interesting, but history would suggest that at least one, the five, the six, the seven, or the eight seed, at least one of those teams is going to win their first round series. And of course, the last time Knoxville won the President's Cup, the higher seeded teams lost every first round series. So that that has happened before as well, too. Now, this is something that's going to make Knoxville fans feel, uh, really the lowest seed to ever win the cup is the five seed. That's happened twice. Knoxville is the last team to do it in 2015. Columbus pulled it off in 2005. I would also throw an asterisk in there. The reason that I brought up all those past year standings, how there's usually so much space between those middle of the pack teams, the three, the four, the five, the six, the seven, is to kind of show, yes, Knoxville's the six seed. They were one win away from being the four seed. They were one point away from being the five seed. They were two wins away from being the three seed. So you look at how close teams three through six were. And yes, Huntsville had a five and two record against Knoxville during the regular season. I would also go out to say that the playoffs just have a different feel for a number of reasons. Number one, you look at Knoxville last year, they went five and two against Roanoke in the regular season and then lost the first round series in three games. Also, in the playoffs, you've got a four-man officiating crew. There's a second referee out there. And so it allows players to get away with a little bit less depending on the philosophy. And so for Knoxville, that should make this past weekend pretty encouraging because Knoxville actually did a really good job at staying out of the penalty box. Um, I think they only had four penalty kill opportunities the entire weekend against Roanoke. And so I think that's fairly encouraging. Only nine power plays for opponents in Knoxville's last three games. 
think Knoxville's done a pretty good job at staying out of the mess. And then I, one of those power plays that came in Friday's home win was a delay a game penalty that, you know, there's no gray area. And so I think it's important to point out those penalties because Tanner Salisbury's trying to clear the puck. He's right by the glass and somehow the puck just comes off his stick at an awkward angle. So that's not a lack of discipline. That's just a tough break. Same thing for Rexmo's high sticking penalty. I didn't think he was trying to make a dirty play on the player that he hit, but he's trying to make a stick lift. He misses stick gets caught, ends up accidentally clipping the guy and he has to take a high sticking penalty. So, you know, stuff like that happens where you're trying to make a play and you end up taking a penalty. I, I didn't think Knoxville was undisciplined in these last three games. And you look at the results, Knoxville got two wins and then had a very close loss on the road to Roanoke. It's obviously frustrating to lose a two nothing lead, give up three goals in three and a half minutes, but that is a far cry from where Knoxville was the previous two weeks where it's giving up six, seven goals a game. And so there were there was a little bit of improvement that I thought you saw on the ice that should make Knoxville fans hopeful and excited for what is going to be a fun series against the Havoc, a nice rivalry series between these two teams. Historically against Huntsville, Knoxville is 1-2 and two in playoff series against the Havoc. They beat the Havoc in 2009, lost to the Havoc in 2010. And then 2019, the most recent series between the two teams, Huntsville won that series, but it was a pair of three to two overtime wins. So two very, very close games in that 2019 series. And so despite the fact that these are the two longest tenured teams in SPHL history, not a lot of postseason history between Knoxville and Huntsville. Thought that was very interesting as well. Uh, the lowest seed to make the finals, a, a team, you know, team seeded lower have made the finals before. Uh, an eight seed has done it twice. Huntsville did it in 2013. They lost to Pensacola 2-1. to one. And then Roanoke, um, which actually was uh, Brent Clark and Justin McDonald the year they won the uh, President's Cup, was that Pensacola team um, uh, back in 2013. And then Roanoke last year against Knoxville went on to the finals, lost to Peoria in four games in a best-of-five series. So all of that has happened before. Um and then the last little tidbit got here. Six number one seeds have gone on to win the President's Cup. Six number one seeds have lost in the first round. So just as likely as it is that Peoria could, you know, have its way with Pensacola and then go on to win uh, the President's Cup and, you know, repeat to win its second title, they would also be just as likely to lose to Pensacola, especially with a head coach in Rod Aldoff that has a ton of postseason success. So game one is Thursday at Huntsville at 8 o'clock Eastern time. Union Place Bar and Grill will have the watch party for you. And of course, you can listen on 105.1 WKCE and on the Knoxville Ice Bears game day app to hear the broadcast. And then Friday night, back at the Civic Coliseum for our playoff home opener. To our fans, you all have been amazing all season long. We had seven shutouts this year. Knoxville went 7-0 in those shutout games. Um, and absolutely crushed the attendance record. Averaged over 4,200 people in the building per home game this year. So you all have been phenomenal. You all have brought the noise, and we're going to want to see it again this Friday night as the Ice Bears get ready to take on the Havoc. I'll have the call for you on the radio coming up this Thursday and Friday, and then Sunday if needed. Very excited for the playoffs to be back. It's Knoxville and Huntsville this week. We'll talk more after the playoff series concludes next week right here on the Knoxville Ice Bears podcast.